You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. All right, here we are. It's a treat for the viewers or the listeners to have speed on so many times, huh? This is a real treat. And uh, another treat is Port made some uh, delicious coffee in the mocha pot. Do you like it? I love it, yeah. So It doesn't make that much, though. So but thank you. Well, it's like a nice... Um, it's like six <sighs> cups, but it's six espresso cups. It's six, so divided by two. Yeah. So we each having three. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you're a, not you're not supposed to have this much. I don't it's think. like a what was that a ristretto or something? Not a ristretto. What's the? I double? think I know what you're talking about, but it's the double one. Yeah. Is it dulce? So it's like espresso. You should use espresso beans, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's different from regular coffee. Yeah, it's more concentrated. So you're supposed to use espresso. Technically, is like different pressure and temperature, mm-hmm. and you can't get it if you don't have a machine, basically. Hmm. Like you need. So how are you doing? Mine is more of a blend of coffee to espresso, if that makes sense. Oh, the coffee beans you have? Yeah. The grinds or whatever? Yeah. Gotcha. But you technically, I think, can't get pure espresso unless you've had a machine. (laughs) And I think it's supposed to be like certain time at a certain pressure, so you can't like get that precise either with like humans, (laughs) so. But we also have the French press. Yeah, I'm a big French press fan. That's what I usually (sighs) use. I don't know. They're both pretty good, I suppose, mm-hmm. but different pros and cons. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mostly just got it just to be. Uh, Can I see this one? Kind of, yeah. But also. Well, Doc was really big into coffee stuff too, wasn't he? Yeah. I, I mostly got it just because. Maybe not so much the trash, but just like. Otherwise, you have to buy a machine, mm-hmm. buy the reusable parts, or the like the. The cleaning the shit out, mm-hmm. and then the pods and all that type of stuff. And if I don't have the pod, you know, I don't know. But but I really like yours. The uh, what is that? The KitchenAid. Uh, oh, it's the Enspresso. Yeah. One, yeah. Hannah. But that one's a pretty. That's okay. a pretty nice machine there. Mm-hmm. But I do. We do have the electric kettle or whatever that is. Is that what it's called? The heat that heats up the water. Yeah, we have one of those too. Yeah. For the French press, mm-hmm. unnecessary, but. Electric, is that just like, you just plug it in and it's like a... Yeah, it just... It it's a little more convenient than blowing a pot of water. Yeah. Does it take about the same amount of time? No, it's, it's a lot quicker. faster. Yeah, it's a lot faster, yeah. so that's what's good about it, but... Uh, what's the, um... I'm trying to think. The little tube that the you make AeroPress? AeroPress, yeah. I... There's too many fucking things. Yeah, there's a there. lot. I liked the AeroPress coffee I had water. Yeah. once, but, um... It, you can only make like one cup at a time. Maybe there's bigger ones, but I'm kind of I kind of want to try and get an AeroPress and try how I like that. Yeah, because I was pretty impressed. Looks like a syringe that has some mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. What else? Is that kind of similar to no? The way what does Hannah do with uh, the pouring over and it steeps down? You have to put that cup on top of the cup. You know what I'm talking about? That you have the funnel. Oh, that's just like a slow. It's like slow the slow pour yeah thing yeah and so you um that thing's fucking serious it's it's really good That's yeah but it takes a long time because you have to pour really slow so basically um you have your coffee grounds in the coffee filter put it in this little funnel and then you slow pour your boiling water on top of it and then it trickles down but if you go too fast it gets too watery so you got to pour it really slow in like a circle yeah and it takes like five minutes of just sitting there slowly pouring to get your cup of coffee Sometimes I think but it's coffee, really good though. Like coffee, if you go to like Starbucks or a coffee place, mm-hmm. 
all of them are like subtle versions of themselves. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? Latte versus cappuccino. Oh it's yeah, just, it's just the it's amount just of like foam. On the foam. On yeah, the, the amount of foam versus the amount of milk. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. I mean, I, I kind of think of it like a, like a Mexican restaurant almost. <laughs> you know, coffee. like subtle differences, but the same. Dish, Taco Bell's all the same stuff, just different. <laughs> fill, like same fillings, just different containers they're putting it in. And both of them end with diarrhea. And it all ends with diarrhea exactly. Yeah. <laughs> same with same with coffee. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Coffee is, you're right, coffee's a lot of Taco Bell. In the, in the end, you're, it's you're, all the same, you're in a yeah. race against time and not shoot your pants. <laughs> so. But man, I mean, we were talking about uh, how to use caffeine before with like driving and stuff. Yeah. I noticed like, there's like a max I have, which makes sense, of like caffeine. Of? Like if I just, like I drive into Kansas City, it was like a nine or 10 hour with stops and if I, you know, I, I think, oh, I actually can have this Americano, uh, like an espresso, basically, mm-hmm. and it'll help me throughout. But it only helps me, like, initially. Up to a certain point. Yeah, but then, like, towards the end, when I'm trying to drink it, I want to, like, die. Or, like, yeah. throw up or something. Well, like, you can't, like, you, you can't fight off much longer. Yeah. Like, it just gives you, it's like, It's not an natural. Extra, yeah. It gives you maybe, like, the extra 25% to finish through. Yeah. But once you pass, once you've used through that... That's why I've noticed it's important to be strategic about it. Like we were talking about, like if you just drink it in the morning, I think that's a little bit of a waste. Depending on the person. Because in the morning... you wake up, though. If you're tired... I suppose. And if you drink it too late... I'm the kind of guy, if I drink it after like 2 p.m., I'm going to be up all night. So I gotta yeah. I gotta drink it in the morning. I remember a couple of... Well, actually, at your place, I drank it at like 5 or 6. Mm-hmm. And I was like wide awake at midnight. And I was telling Madison, like, oh, I don't think I can sleep. She's like, okay, shut up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Go sleep somewhere else then, because I'm going to sleep or something. <laughs> so, oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I've noticed that too. It's kind of dangerous. And if if I have like one cup in the morning, because usually I do in uh, when I go to work, just because it's like part of my routine, I guess. But uh, if I need it at like two p.m., I'm like shit. I probably shouldn't like two cups a day. I mean, people do more than that, mm-hmm. but like Skittles does nine cups a day. What? I think that's pretty bad. Holy cow, Dude, that's a lot. Remember yeah. the airman at In The Deed? Uh-huh. Did we ever talk about this? How he drank like a pot of Death Wish coffee? You talking the one, the, the calm, calm, guy. The calm yeah. guy that was kind of fat, but then he lost a shit ton of weight? Yeah. And he was kind of, <laughs> yeah. he was kind of like a useless piece of shit sometimes, but yeah. then he was, he drank a pot, entire pot of Death yeah. Wish a day. A day? Mm-hmm. That's that's insane. Cause it's well, even like the eight-hour shift or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. I think it's if you drink two pots, you die. Yeah. With his uh, BMI. Yeah, that was crazy. But I think he was even drinking maybe even like a pot and a half or something. So he was getting like really close. He was, that's not <laughs> he was on the yeah. edge of death. <laughs> I, um... What, did uh, your heart just explode out of your body or yeah, something? Yeah, our, uh, our mutual friend... Uh... That I, I won't Skittles. say his name. Not Skittles. No, our mutual friend. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I won't say his name here. I'll tell you later. But uh, he had this coffee. It was like Santo Domingo coffee or something mm-hmm. from, I guess, Dominican Republic or somewhere. Mm-hmm. But he's like, this is like the strongest coffee I've had. Like, I get. I don't know if it's more than Death Wish or not. But it was like this is the strongest coffee I've had. Drank three cups of like this of this, and it's like, and I've never done. Coke, but he's like, this is like the closest thing to being on Coke, dude. Oh my gosh. And I had three cups of that, and I was like, holy shit. I didn't fall asleep to like, I, I drank it at like 9 or 10 in the morning, like normal time. I didn't fall asleep until like 
like four in the morning or something. I was literally up all night. Whoa. What is COVID? And co- then I fall. I'd, it's a stimulant, yeah. But yeah. I'd like fall asleep and then I wake up like, ah, my heart's like, yeah, boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, and like that that happened like three times. Yeah. Two or three times, and then finally I fell asleep at like three or four in the morning, something like that. It was. That's where you up. feel like Superman is Coke. I think. Yeah. I friends say Coke, and they say like, ah, we're not talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I felt. I mean, I felt like it super wiry, like to where it was uncomfortable after I drank. It could have been Coke too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that makes me think of uh, Mac Miller. How he passed away with like bad drugs because he died of bad like laced drugs or like yeah. bad drugs. They put like Isn't fentanyl, just, like, cut crazy? it with like fentanyl. Yeah. And, like fucking rat poison and all kinds of shit and what kill a people. Waste. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I guess don't do drugs is the part. Don't do drugs, and if you do, uh, know what you're buying and pay top dollar so you don't get fentanyl cut. Bullshit yeah. is gonna kill you, but Jeez. probably just don't do it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. It's probably. That's my move. advice. That's probably the move. <laughs> but yeah, if you are, and if you are, don't ever do speedball. Don't do heroin because heroin will kill you. But like, speedball, which is heroin and coke, stimulant and depressant at the same time, that'll kill you dead. Like that. Like yeah. John Belushi and uh, Chris Farley both killed by speedballs. Don't ever do a speedball. Yeah. Um. Shit, I had something real quick. Oh, I was—I guess we should maybe briefly discuss our uh, the week, huh? The we never talked about the museum, huh? Museum trip. Yeah, well, we talked about the mummy curse. We're still here, so I think, <laughs> I think we'll be all right. Loxton <laughs> <laughs> lay eyes on the mummy, so you should be I all right. See so, uh, I thought it was badass. Like, I can't imagine who like built. Didn't they have a memorial or a, whoever like sponsored it or paid for it? Nelson Atkins Nelson. Yeah. Nelson Atkins. But like, isn't that fucking how much? How many millions? We can see oh it. yeah, I mean we can From see the it. Penthouse, we yeah. got this great view of it. It's a beautiful building. It's the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art here in Kansas City. Um, yeah, it's beautiful Badass. building. It's got the big uh, arches and stuff. I can't. Are they? Are those? Pillars? They're not Corinthian. Are those Doric or Ionic pillars? I think they're Doric. I think they're Ionic. I'd have to look it up. All right. up, so. Yeah, they're one of those. One of those two. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, beautiful big pillars, uh, a col- or columns, you know, um, really great space. And then there's all kinds of amazing art. Um, there was Monet and Manet. I know Monet's the uh, the water lily guy. That's French. Manet is also French. I don't know what. Yeah, that was crazy. I, get to a, see I used those. to get them mixed up in high school. But like, who you learn about in high school? All those pieces. Mm-hmm you know, history and social studies class and you gotta learn all that culture art stuff, but they were all there. There was a Rembrandt, remember I was I wanted you to see that Rembrandt. Did yeah. You see it? Did you go see it? Yeah. Good. Were you happy were you pleased yeah. that you saw Rembrandt? I always get excited with Rembrandt. And like luxury point out like some of that shit was better than like photographs. Like how did they yeah. do that shit? That, that one that you had in your story, the I oil painting? I was struck by that one too. It almost it was like a oil painting from Italy in like the mid eighteen hundreds yeah. I wanna say. I forget oh, the artist. Some woman. And it, yeah, the it, it was a photo. It looked like a photograph. This uh, woman, yeah. it was stunning. It was, be- it was like better than any photograph. That you yeah, make. it was stunning. Even so, though, so odd that like it was it was like more clear and better than a photograph. Like it looked almost realistic. Mm-hmm. See, like almost it was like as if somebody was standing inside of it. Like it had no depth, obviously, but yeah. it was almost better than any picture you could could have taken. Yeah, it's crazy. And I mean the sculptures too. Like that shit. Like. If it's just a fucking rectangular prism of marble, and they just etch that down, what the? Especially imagine if you fuck it away, 
as you get close to the end and you just wasted like yeah. the entire that shit was crazy man and the i don't know if you, did you guys see the jaguar uh yeah eating, like a rabbit, rabbit yeah. yeah that one was cool. and he like showed all the muscles correctly yeah, i didn't like whatever. that one only because there's too many muscles but yeah, it was really cool. impressive yeah super impressive that he did that detail you know yeah and like how's he the fucking expert on what a jaguar looks like when it's eating something like <laughs> yeah they just watch it from a tower or something it's kind of weird yeah, yeah like he didn't have a video no picture of it he just maybe that picture but it's just kind of watching it it's kind of cool I'm calling yeah. fake news on that one, but yeah, they, uh, the rabbit looked pretty big to scale. Yeah, it was a little too dramatic. It was a big too. rabbit, yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, that's nature's dramatic. Yeah. Um, there, who else? There was uh, the Picasso definitely looked like a Picasso. You're like, oh yeah, that's a Picasso. There was that's one guy. Uh, now that you said Picasso, I can't think of the. Well, it was like Calario or something, maybe like that. Like mm-hmm. C A L L A R O. J E L O. But he, there's a bunch of, I mean, not that I'm an expert in art, so I don't expect to recognize all these names, but there's a few that were like random names mm-hmm. and they were just like killing the game. Oh, yeah. There's you know some that were incredible. And I don't mean for this to be too poignant, but like, isn't it kind of weird? Like, they did all this shit, but then it's just like their names are like kind of washed away at time. Like, some this was like are, the 1600s yeah. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're but still they're, here. They're. So. they're their legacy. Their legacy is going to live on longer yeah. than anything we produce. Yeah, do. yeah, me. Yeah. And again, I'm not an art guy, but you have, um, you know, these uh, like Renaissance and like um, I don't even know all them, but like the the very the Romanticism and Baroque paintings that are like very realistic, mm-hmm. and it's like wow, like we talked about that one. It was like that looks almost like a like a photograph. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, and then you have like that one guy painted like. A square inside of a square it's <laughs> hanging up it's like dude i could paint a square inside a square yeah. like how you know what i mean like i'm just i don't get how and i'm not an art guy so this is me not trying to shit on it it's me literally i don't understand because uh, i am not cultured i guess but it was like how is this square inside of a square like a masterpiece of art you know what i mean i could do that but then like compare you know what i mean it's hanging up next to the credible hyper realistic I've talked about this before too, but like some of those paintings, like I see a few people on Instagram where they just have like, like this one guy, Caleb or whatever his name is, Mm -hmm. he has a bunch of different colors and he just splashes them on there. Like Jackson Pollock or? Kind of, but he rotates, he like, the the canvas has a motor at the bottom of it Mm. and so it just rotates around, so it just splashes it around and moves it. Mm. And then he sells them for like $70,000. It's like, Mm. where'd you come up with this price? You know what I mean? But, I mean, they're nice, but I guess it's, it's just people with too much money. It's kind of like the Emperor's New Clothes. Like, you say, oh, this guy's an amazing artist. Uh, so you should buy his work, even though it's just a splash and painter. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. So. I mean, it's probably harder than it looks, I guess, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, so when we did that, oh, we went to the barbecue place the night before, almost died on the scooters. Oh yeah, the, scoot- the scooters were fun. Yeah, those were fast. <laughs> those were dude, those things were so quick. Yeah, the birds. It's yeah. all about the birds. I mean, you got to test Unless them they again. got hacked. I don't know. Yeah, because also some other people not going too quick on those. Yeah, but we got some fast ones. Yeah, there. it's yeah. very speedy. Maybe they weren't so putting all the all the electricity down on it. You know, mm-hmm. something. They only gave it forty nine percent. Maybe we got some fast <laughs> charge. Yeah, cops yeah. test. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, meh. We do mini golf. 
Yeah. yeah, how was that? I, I, I went by yeah. It was underwhelming. I mean, it was still fun, but it was underwhelming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we get in the we get in the Uber to go to mini golf, and the guy <laughs> goes, "Oh, you guys are going to mini golf, huh? Well, there's nothing wrong with that. You might as well have just been like, oh, so you guys are gay or something? <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, it was like, okay, well, we don't really care about your opinion, but." <laughs> Thanks for trying to make us feel insecure. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you did a job. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Do you ever catch yourself saying stuff like that? You know, to other like, people. Yeah, where you like you don't realize you're like sending an indirect, indirect message kind of thing. Or something like, like you that. try to fill the void, and you yeah. fill the void with the wrong yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. Just to shut the fuck I up. Yeah, I I have that problem. I'm all sure the time. I've done that yeah. before. I yeah. Madison hates it when I do that. Uh, yeah, she's like, oh my god, I can't yeah, believe said that. Just yeah. stop talking. Oops. Oh, that did happen with something. I think it was, we were calling the priest for the wedding uh, <laughs> to set it up. And like we were, we called him like half an hour late or something by accidentally. And when I picked up the phone, I just started talking like, hi, my name's Port. Uh, yeah, we started, we called half an hour late. Yeah, we uh, are you know, going to the church in the Kansas City and this and that. It's just like, oh, what you get a chance to like talk? Yeah, I'm just like I do that fucking mouth vomit, you know, or whatever it's called. Yeah, I do that all the time, sorry. Um, oh yeah, we hung around that city a little bit. That was- Parkville? Yeah, miles away. Little town of Parkville. Luxury saved us. Mm-hmm. Although Hogwarts was there, we never got to experience that, huh? It was just Parkville University. Hogwarts. Yeah. Um, oh, we looked at the antique. Okay, the antique shop. Mm-hmm. Those places just give me like fucking. Uh, what is it? OCD or whatever. The heebie-jeebies. Yeah. The heebie-jeebies. OCD or heebie-jeebies. The OCD. Oh. Because it's so disorganized. Yeah. Isn't it? Just want to. How's this guy gonna sell all this shit? It's basically just like he just collects other people's like garbage, basically. No watches. All the watches were just like thrown in there like yeah. they weren't like neat or anything it's like I can't imagine who's gonna go up and be like oh I want that one exactly you know what I yeah. mean like okay mm-hmm. but I mean there's certainly something and he had like candles and other stuff so there's some good stuff in mm-hmm. there but I don't know I just feel well, sometimes just, I just wonder how these people sell things yeah <laughs> well the other thing there was like a random Rolex that was on top of like oh, a yeah. whiskey bottle up there and it didn't I didn't see a price tag it was like is that real probably is not. that just a, is it a fake is, why is it not behind glass you know what I mean if it is yeah well, I guess I'm assuming it was a fake, but it's like if you go to the gift shops. I'm talking about shit now, but if you talk, if you go to the gift shops of like a museum or something else random, and they have like a bunch of little like trinkets, I it's like, like it. is somebody trying to buy it? Like I don't know. What little it, kids love that stuff. Yeah, maybe people buy them to give them kids. Yeah, or buy souvenir. Them, like, put them on mm-hmm. top of like their armoire or something. Yeah, so I guess Madison would know better because she's she like kind of did some of her major in this, but. It's like, how do you decide what to buy for the shop? Those are major, like a... Retail business, no. management? Retail management. Or sorry, what? Mm-hmm. It's like basically being a buyer for the inventory. Mm-hmm. Like basically that like idea. It's like being an RA. Kind of, yeah. But like you buy stuff that other people are gonna buy mm-hmm. and fill the store with it so they have it on inventory. Yeah. You know? You know, my actually my favorite story about you being the RA, the little segue here. Oh God. Was when, uh, Dice was like bullying you. Oh yeah. And he, we were before we deployed out to the desert. He's like, you got to get tan uh, helmet bags. Yeah. And you're like, we don't need tan helmet bags. What? Why do we need those? 
Yeah. And he's like, you have to get tan helmet. But like, if I have a green one, a sniper's gonna see it and get me. Oh yeah. You have were you there for he's, that too? Yeah, he's joking. He's just messing yeah. around with you, but he's like, well, it's funny. Get, they did good. They did good because they had a coordinated attack. Yeah. He he would say that to me, and then Swift would come by like t- a day later and say the exact same thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. where the fuck is this coming? From? <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, do I really need this? Yeah, I'm like, maybe I'll fuck it up. You know, mm-hmm. I'm susceptible to that. But uh, it was better than that because Dice came by and he's like. Uh, if I have a green helmet bag, some sniper's gonna shoot my dick off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna shoot my dick off. That's right. <laughs> he's like, is that what you want? You want someone to shoot my dick off? I'm like, uh-huh. no, but I think uh. you're. That's one of those like logical or um, argument fallacies where you like take like the hyperbole basically. Yeah, you, you take it to always, yeah. yeah. One thing leads to another, and next thing you know, you're. Yeah. Your balls blown off. <laughs> you know, I've only seen I've only seen one tan one. Hyde has a tan one. That's it. You don't need a. Um, it's kind of like, but I think it's kind of like oh, a flex. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a flex, like, oh, yeah, I was yeah. over there. I got yeah. tan. Just like Shark wearing his, Shark from Colony out. Shark wearing his tan, I, <laughs> like I, gloves, I, I, and UPT. I, would, I probably will do that. Oh, well. yeah. Just because, like. Well, it's a flex. It is. It really is. It shows someone like, hey. It's a talking point, I suppose, at yeah. least. Where would you get that? Like, but I also do it differently. Like, I wear a black glove on the right and then the tan one, only because, like, we use four flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the, I use the touch sensitivity. Yeah, but then also the fingers wore, wore out in it, so it looks like I cut the fingers, but like I didn't. They're just mm-hmm. trying from, to be a Navy pilot with the fingers. Yeah, just out. the beeps and squeaks back there. You start turning, <laughs> turn, turn, turn some knobs, and it's, those are a little bit th- huge, so to speak. There, uh, turning the knobs back there. Those are those things were rough. So mm-hmm. the regular flight glove was much better because mm-hmm. it was had thicker leather, leather, but the uh, black touchscreen ones. A little bit thinner, but I still wear. I like it. Yeah, I really like the uh, like the thicker line of fire ones that they have. I don't, that's, I don't know if you guys have. Yeah, yeah. I re- I mean they're they're hot in the summer, but they're really nice and they got touchscreen on those. those Wait, you're talking winter weight? They're not winter weight. They're just I mean they're like the regular weight ones. They're just a little thicker than uh, the regular. I think I still have gloves. I have a pair of those. They're really nice. I'll tell you the best touchscreen gloves that aren't even supposed to be touchscreen that I think work the best. Um, and I can use it on any of us. Like I can text like I'm not even wearing gloves hmm. with them. Are the mechanics gloves? Just like oh the yeah, plain mechanics. The ones. plain black ones. Uh, which I probably wouldn't. Like, if I was getting an eval or something, I wouldn't wear. But if mm-hmm. I was like fine, I'd probably wear them. Like mm-hmm. sweater, probably okay. Yeah. Nice. I don't know if they're. Uh, my um, my tan flight gloves are all worn out to shit. So. Oh yeah. Just probably mostly from sweating them all summer. I try to save mine though too because I didn't. I'm trying to think. Even when we were deployed, I uh, no, I did wear like I only like I said I wore one, mm-hmm. and but I didn't like when I was back home because I always had that couple of pairs because you have to like wipe the screen off. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so I, I was actually talking to Dice about this recently. How much money would you guys have to have to feel comfortable to retire? To retire? Yeah, like five, like for the rest of your life, five million. Probably like two, right now, probably two million. Two million. Five million right now. I think I need more to retire right now. I I know five million. Like you can do a lot with five million, mm-hmm. but I think like if I want to like the lifestyle sure. you want, basically. Yeah. Like I think like I probably I probably wouldn't spend five million over the next the rest of my life. I don't think I would, but like I would feel comfortable. What makes me feel comfortable yeah. versus what makes me what I know I'm gonna do. Is two different things. Maybe I need three. I always think it's crazy if you 
uh, like let's just say you won big in a lottery or something or the mm-hmm. 50-50 raffle at the Royals game huh. and <laughs> you won like two million dollars I feel like if I got that I'd just pretend I didn't have it I would try to you know <laughs> I but then I'd never use it and it's fucking worse. I would buy I mean I think I'd want to buy like a cool car nothing like insane yeah. I'd want to buy like an old muscle like car a, or something cool. or something luxurious like comfort yeah or like and pay off the mortgage stuff like that yeah a little nice. bit but then yeah you'd want to put at least half of it in savings or more anyway. it is kind of crazy to think when you finally get your like forever home and mm-hmm. you have it for 30 years mm-hmm. you're like done paying for it it's like you're done like your house is free, or you know, taxes or whatever. Still, yeah, but but you're like overall pretty, pretty. That's like a huge expense. Gone all up, ready around. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically. But but yeah, I'm really bad about that. Even in like video games or whatever, if I got something cool, I would just like save it mm-hmm. and not use it. And then it's like it's such a fucking. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't want to use this grenade. It's perfect situation yeah. for it. But let me see. I might need it later. Yeah, that's my problem mm-hmm. too. I'm a prepper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of these people with uh, maybe they're proving me wrong. They that they have like the cans of food at home mm-hmm. or like the thing that'll feed you for like a year. Mm-hmm. I think that might be a little much. I don't know. Yeah, somebody was uh, on the podcast. They were just talking about. Uh, sorry, not the podcast. On the Texas gentleman, one of the guys, he's talking about how he uh, he bought just a bunch of shit like prepper stuff. And they were like, well, okay, are you prepping? I was like, well, no, I'm not like one of those crazy guys. But like, I just want to be prepared. You know, like they talked about. In uh, Texas, how like during the winter time, from the yeah, snow, fuck them up. Mm-hmm. Like so, just having something like that, he gives a little peace of mind. Mm-hmm. But uh, we did that a little. Like I bought an extra big. I wasn't like hoarding a bunch of them, but I bought like a big pack of toilet paper. So you're the guy. I was not a hoarder. Okay. I'm just saying I bought okay. a big pack of toilet paper. I'm not a hoarder. Um, and then we bought some extra cans of soup and stuff. Um, you know what I mean? That stuff, but that stuff you use. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna use that toilet paper. I'm gonna. I didn't go. Um, I didn't buy like two big ones. I just or bought like a pallet one. of it or something. Yeah, I didn't buy a pallet. Excuse. I just bought one. <laughs> I bought one thing of toilet paper, and it was the big pack. And then I bought. We bought some extra soup, and that was nice stuff. But you just eat the soup slowly over time. You know what I mean? Like, right. and then you you're always wiping your ass every day. So <laughs> you're using the toilet paper. It's getting used. Man, I don't. Th- I think I use the bathroom more work than I do at my house. Yeah. Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I shoot on company town. Yeah. But, like, I get the sentiment of when they think a storm is coming and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think people buy it just to buy it. Yeah. And what? I mean, Tokyo is obviously, like, essential, I suppose. But, mm-hmm. I don't know, it seems weird the things they choose. And then people just get gluttonous. Milk, yeah, and it's like, oh, storm's coming, gotta get milk and bread. Yeah. It's like, why would you need milk and bread? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? That's, That's not, not the last thing. thing you need. You want, like, yeah, canned, you want, like, soup and canned goods and stuff if yeah. it's an actual emergency. Milk and bread's, milk's, you know what I mean? That's just dumb. But then again, when people say, like, oh, you never know what's gonna happen, it's like, uh, I think we do, but yeah. we never saw the COVID coming or something like yeah. that. Yeah. You know? like, I never thought I'd see that in my lifetime, you know? So, yeah. You can always be proved wrong, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Is that how it gets when, like, you know, we look at our parents and they're like, they're like crusty and fucking, you know, mm-hmm. like conservative or whatever. Not like political. Yeah. Stuff, but like, I don't know. Well, I mean, here's the here's the other thing. Our parents, like the boomers, really they've had a, they had it pretty good. It's the generation before that. Also, 
not saying they're not the greatest generation, but way to teach your own horn greatest generation, yeah. calling yourself the greatest generation. I mean, don't get me wrong, they got through the Depression and won World War II, you know what I mean? So they did do a lot, but toot your own horn there, greatest generation. Anyways, <laughs> but like, yeah, like, the boomers had a good, like, our parents had a pretty good, you know what I mean, that generation. So, um, I don't know, they're not, I'm not saying we don't have a good right now either. We have a pretty good, all things considered. But, I mean, you look at... Great NPR show. Yeah, people... Uh, born in like the late 1800s through the 30, you know, the 30s, they had to deal with World War One, the Spanish flu, which was way worse than COVID. Like, you know, it was just like terrible, millions of people dying of this flu. Uh, Great Depression, World War Two, they had all that. You know what I mean? Like, that's a lot yeah. to deal with in life. Yeah. So, and the Holocaust, of course, is part of World War Two. Yeah. Like, just terrible things that happened to that generation. I guess we've been through a couple what economy crashes and like yeah I mean it's not bad, like horrible but not like Great Depression level yeah but still bad yeah and then I mean I guess the boomers lived through the the oil crisis that was pretty bad in the seven seventy eight seventy nine eighty but yeah I not know, terrible I terrible I don't know too much about that one but, yeah uh, and then the pandemic obviously everybody's dealing with right now mm-hmm. well funny yeah funny with that so my dad had a Mach one Mustang. Um, in the, you know, it was like 10 years old and he was like, he got it when he was like 18 or 19, mm-hmm. something like that. So anyways, but then when the oil crisis happened and like, you know, he sold it and I was, because his gas was too high and I was like, well, how much was gas? And he's like, it was over a dollar. And by our perspective, it was like, what? That's not expensive at all. You know what I mean? But back then with inflation and everything, yeah, that was, well, I, remember I guess when that it was, was expensive. I remember when the price of gas went up to, I think, $2. I remember when it was up past four dollars in two thousand eight. It was out. it was over four dollars. I mean, well, that right when I started driving, got my license. My parents were like, "Oh, here's which again, I should complain." But my parents were like, "Here's twenty bucks for gas money," and then all of a sudden, boom, it went up to four dollars, and it was like, "Okay." And they're like, "Oh, you have plenty of spending money left over," and I was like, "No, I don't. <laughs> I have enough to get the school yeah. and back." Well, I'm so. saying like I remember like we like Mark- for now we think about it being like three dollars, mm-hmm. four dollars being expensive. But like I remember when it was it seemed like it went to be expensive when gas was two dollars like mm-hmm. when it got to two dollars yeah you're like oh wow but like looking back on the hindsight it was pretty mm-hmm. two dollars seems nice and cheap now it'd be good to have profane because uh it's all fucking artificial right like kind of yeah. just uh-huh. everybody controls the production to yeah. just control the prices right like mm-hmm. yeah so fucked um i have a little catching jets action here Uh, maybe it's like kind of general stuff, but like we always, we never think about, we always do things as if, we always do things the way they were done, right? Mm-hmm. Like nobody ever presents to you, like if you get into a new position and they're like, this is how you do things. Mm-hmm. They never say like, they never like start at the beginning, it's like start it over, you know? And then before you know it, you're doing things the way they've always been done for a year, and you're like, wait, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it always seems to take a, like a long time. And then before you know it, you're out. And then you're like, mm-hmm. it just stays the same way, you know? I wonder, is, <laughs> is that like part of that is like the military discipline within us of like we just follow things? No, I think, it, I think that goes for everybody. I don't, yeah. a lot of things we think about in the military, I really think are they're not unique to the military, the same problems. Yeah. Uh, they're, most of them. Um, but I, I think as far as how we approach them, 
is a little different, but um, so they're basically just a corporation where we're at, I guess. You know, like kind of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a saying. There's two. There's only two branches of the military: the army and the navy. The air force is a corporation, and the marine corps is a cult. <laughs> uh, I like that one, but yeah, I mean, it, it is the air force is a lot of like a corporation. I think with that, yeah, that aspect, and I think just people are used in yeah, whether it's military or civilian business or whatever. But people are just oh, that's the way it's been done. That's how you do it. You know what I mean? And why reinvent the wheel, I guess. Yeah. So, which sometimes is good, uh, because if it, if it works, don't fix it. But sometimes it's bad because there could be better, more innovative ways to do things that are a lot better. So it's good to think out the box sometimes. Yeah. True. So on the other hand, sometimes it's like when you get a new boss or supervisor, they come in and they just want to piss on everything and make it their own and change things up for no reason, and that's a big hassle too if they're not actually improving. It's good if they're improving things, but if they're not improving things, they're just changing it to changing it. That doesn't do any good right. either, you know. I don't think, do people, have you guys seen people do that a lot in, like, whether outside or inside the military? I don't, I haven't seen it too much because I feel like now. It, change it, is a change, you're saying? Yeah, like, I, I don't, I think people are aware that that is a problem, just coming in and just wrecking shop just because. Um, I think good leaders are aware of that. I've seen that recently. I think an example of them doing that is when the new commander comes in and changes the old chart. Like sometimes it makes sense. Maybe it's like a subtle difference, but it makes sense in their mind. Or they say like, "Oh, this is how it has to be because this is what the air force is looking at right now." You're talking about like, just move bodies around, or just or like rename things, or something like that. You know. Yeah. That that's something like those are I think those subtle differences change. I have seen especially people will change like they'll change the org chart based on when they get there, so, like because they're they're not familiar. And I've noticed a lot of times if you're the people who surround leadership, if they're smart and they're enterprising for themselves, I guess, or maybe for squad, sometimes for the whole the whole of the institution or whatever. Um, because the new leader is unfamiliar with what's going on and they know they're heavy they're, they're basically in a moment of vulnerability they're just like looking around uh help me help me be a better leader and then they just go ahead and start th doing all the things that they think that they would want to do i've noticed that almost every change of command it's been um the things that are changing are people are aren't necessarily what that boss wants they're what the he or she has been told from the people who matter in the squadron. So like that's kind of their chime of like, oh. Is that kind of like Rasputin? Uh, Is that right? I don't know. Well, you're talking the Russian holy man that kind of convinced the Tsarina he could heal her son with that it? Yeah, that's Rasputin. Because, did you guys know Steve Miller, the... Uh, uh, like the band? The Steve band? No, the staffer in uh, Trump's administration, I think it was. Steve Miller, yeah. I think that's what it's saying. Uh, there's a there's an accounting. I don't know if it was true. Or not, Wait, do you mean Steve Bannon? No. Oh. Steve, I know you're talking about. Okay. But General, who's the chief of the, the chairman, Joint Chief of Staff? Mark Mill Milley. Or yeah, Milley. Yeah. He said that guy was like uh, rescued or something. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like he was like whispering in the ear or somebody mm -hmm. like trying to change their mind. Yeah. That's funny. We should use the conversation jar. I forgot about this power. What's your guilty pleasure? Rom-com. Oh. 
Um, mine would be video games, I guess. Yeah. Does it depend on, is it just like how secretive you are with it, maybe? No, it's, I, I think what I think a guilty pleasure is something that you enjoy doing, but it's not something that you feel like you should or something that you feel like you're you almost you're almost embarrassed about it. I I like when um maybe this is more Schadenfreude than guilty pleasure. I'm, Schadenfreude. That's like you like enjoy other people's misfortune in like a dark twisted way. I like watching people riding bicycles <laughs> crash. I think it's the funniest thing. No offense to you, Lux. Now with your new fat hobby, but like just. Whenever people wipe out on bicycles, it's so funny. I don't think that's really guilty pleasure. Probably eating eating uh, dark chocolate is my guilty pleasure, I guess. Oh, that's not too bad, though. I like eating dark chocolate. Yeah. Not milk chocolate as much, but I like dark chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, mine's probably video games, I think. Yeah. I hate how much time I waste on it, basically. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's not wasted. It is. No, it's good. I mean, sometimes I play it, and then like four hours later, I wake up and I'm like, "What the fuck? What oh, just happened?" Oh, yeah, that's like you see it, you're like, "I'm already an hour past my bedtime, so I might as well just fucking yeah. keep going." Yeah. Um, Reddit, Reddit can be like that. You're like reading Reddit stuff, and then boom, all of a just scrolling. Yeah. What's the other one? Imager too. Like you're looking at funny pictures and memes and stuff on Imager, and then boom. We talked about this recently, but I was I'm it's on been Twitter been nowadays. Yeah. That's yeah. been bad for me. I have to stay away from the news. I'm not looking at news anymore. Yeah. I don't know what I'm gaining. I like from actual news. What do you What do you watch or? I don't read? watch like like uh, I listen and read NPR. Yeah. Like it's probably the most accurate. Yeah. And it has the least mistakes. Yeah, I think we've had this, but like yeah, like I've uh, like you read one thing from like Fox, and then I always compare it to CNN, mm-hmm. and they're literally like taking different sides of the same. Not even just taking different sides, like. Fox will be like, the sky's red, and then CNN's like, the sky's green or something. You know what I mean? And then you they get... They just twist it. Exactly. They're both like, totally saying the, the opposite thing. It's not even like, hey, we this happened and we like it, and this happened and we don't like it. It's like, totally different thing on the same issue. Yeah. It's crazy. Hell. I don't like that. I, I stay away from a lot yeah. of stuff just because of that. But I think that's one of the things we got to, like, if we were to turn things around, we'd mm-hmm. have to change the biased media. I want Walter Cronkite again. Yeah. You know? It's like NPR and what, uh, Reuters are like pretty unbiased. Yeah, because they're just like, they're just report. Like, and I think Reuters is a little different because they're just literally just like, here's like, literally we videoed this or this is what we, yeah, we talked to this person. We have nothing to say about it, but here are the yeah. facts, you know. Here's a good one. What's your favorite town city in the world and why? Hmm. Indianapolis. Mine not North Dakota. No, no, no. Indianapolis. Hmm. Indianapolis. I haven't been. I gotta, I gotta go. My favorite. I mean, it, it's not like the most beautiful place, but it's it's my favorite place. Hmm. Got all the things one. that I love. Uh, Something that comes to mind is Oklahoma City. Really? I've spent some time there, but yeah. not like seeing everything, but it seems like a good balance. Kansas City's not too bad either, I guess. Yeah, Kansas City's been cool. Na- Nashville's high sure. up there. Nashville's really nice. Yeah. I do like Nashville a lot. I've had some good times in Nashville. Oh, it says why as well. In why. You know what? I like Pittsburgh a lot. Just that's like my sports team loyalty. Yeah. I have a lot of good memories. My dad and I will go to Pramani Brothers and get a 
sandwich and then go to a Penguins hockey game and my yeah, family, like my grandparents live close by in the Pittsburgh area, so I'm a big fan of Pittsburgh. And it's, it's I mean, of all the Rust Belt cities, I think it's come back the best. It's, it's pretty nice. What is Rust Belt? That's like uh, the industrial Midwest cities around the Great Lakes. Oh, okay. So like Detroit, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Why is it rust? Where the steel. Because the steel industry kind of collapsed in the 70s, so that's why it's oh, the okay. rust. They call it the rust belt now. Hence the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. It's all come together. I was going to, I have the TV ready for where Google anything, but no. not, we, we, we've got all the answers. To <laughs> let's, let's look up the Rust Belt. Let's just demo. Uh, yeah, maybe. Let's get maybe some Rust Belt something. up on the TV and see. we got to start it up. What's this next one in the meantime? Um, here's a good one. Have you witnessed homophobia, transphobia, or racism? How have you confronted it? These are some hard hitting ones. Yeah. I gotta yeah. ask Marie about this one. She's a confrontation. She can talk about it. Yeah, she's a confrontation. Weak about that, huh? Yeah. I, her favorite subject. Yeah, I it's guess in a way, I um, I wore my Daisy Dukes to get gas one time. <laughs> and they're, they were shorter cut off than I intended them when I first cut them, you know? And I just wanted to be jorts and I accidentally cut them pretty short. Even, I mean, I wanted to be short, but like they were shorter than I intended. So. I went in, uh, the card reader wasn't working at the gas pump, so I had to go in to get gas. And the guy saw me in my Daisy Dukes, and I guess he assumed I was gay. And he, like, treated me the assumed. way... Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I guess he treated me the way that, uh, I guess a woman or a gay person would be treated. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, oh, you couldn't figure out the card reader? I was like, well, it was broken. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah. And then I was like, well, can you put 60 bucks on pump one and he's like are you sure your vehicle takes sixty dollars and it was like yeah maybe if you wouldn't charge so much for gas you know what i mean but yeah yeah dude i know my truck put sixty dollars on it you know what i mean and then i kind of thought about it and i was like wow i guess he thought i was gay and this is what it must be like to be discriminated against as a, as a gay man or as a woman you know what i mean getting maybe yeah kind of talked down to or you thought way. you were an idiot. Or maybe thought I was an idiot personally, you know, because of my face or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> but I thought about it. It made me like kind of take a step back. Huh? It made me take a step back and think, oh, well, now I. Uh, it made me think about I don't want to treat other people this way. You know what I mean? So it was a good learning opportunity for me. You got this. It says the Rust Belt region, northeastern, midwestern United States, uh, declined around 1980. Um, Manufacturing sector is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Even Kansas City. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. Kansas City's on there. Deindustrialization, economic decline, and population loss, and urban decay. Toledo, I know. See, isn't that crazy? Like, that's the way it used to be of you worked for one company and they took care of you, and now it's more like jump around sporadic. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's something how like some people, yeah, some people just have one job. Like my my grandpa, uh, after he got out of the Marines in the fifties, he just worked for this electric company that made like the transformers for power lines and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he worked there for like the next whatever uh, thirty five years or something, or forty years, something like that. Oh. Yeah, thirty five years, I guess, and then retired. Yeah. Jeez. 
same company for that one. That's something. Yeah, that's nice. Um, oh, I was going to talk about sexism, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Madison and I went to a car dealership, and they <laughs> asked me all the questions, even though mm. she was the one trying to go for the car. Did yeah. you speak up for her, or did you let her speak up? I tried to let her speak, but she didn't know any of the answers, so oh, okay, I, I think they, they were right. They're just <laughs> they were right in this case. <laughs> no, but it is kind of fucked up, I guess. Yeah. Even though I told them, or they assumed, yeah. that I, like, either she didn't know the answer, or they just talked to me. Huh. That was kind of weird. Flux, do you got a... I got a lot, but uh, we don't have enough time for... Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, well, that's a, that what sucks. Are, what, what are the ones that come to your mind, or, I guess? Yeah. Any you want to talk about? No. No, <laughs> no podcast, no. Yeah. Plenty, you got plenty, as you can imagine. Huh. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I can't I have a, else. I have a kind of a, one that is like a, a good ending. Somebody stuck up for this is my wife had this happen for sexism is she was going to go, we weren't even married yet, but she was going to go buy a new couch for her apartment before we moved in together. And she's like, oh, I want this couch and talk to the guy, you know, and then she's like, yep, I'll take it. And then like before she's like getting ready to check out and buy it. And the guy goes, oh, you know what? You should probably uh, ask your husband if this is okay before you buy this. And she's like, "Uh, excuse me. She's like, I don't have a husband. I'll buy what I want. She's like, you just lost the business. I'm not going to buy it. Oh, shit. She just tore it off. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to buy my couch somewhere else then if you're going (laughs) to treat women this way. And I was like, she told me, I was like, you know what? Good for you. You know? I can't think of too many specific examples, but there have been stuff like that. Yeah. Like if it's uh, a woman, uh, um, like selling it to me or something Mm -hmm. like that. And it's maybe something more, not feminine, but like homey or something. Mm -hmm. And they just like, you want to check with your wife on that or something like that? It's yeah. kind of like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, I was just or a girlfriend that. or something like that, or girls don't like this, or yeah. you're sure about this. It's like, huh? But that sale, that salesperson, I was like, dude, what an idiot. Yeah. You're about to sell a couch. Yeah. What an idiot. He learns again. Well, I guess. Yeah. It's On like, the other hand, maybe yeah. he saw the, uh, remember that old shitty Air Force uh, suicide prevention video <laughs> that watched that was super long? No. And the guy, so the guy moved, he got orders up to Minot, of course, and was depressed about it, and his wife was from Florida, and he was bringing her up there. And so she was depressed, she had to live in Minot, and uh, she was like talking to her ex-boyfriend from high school back in Florida, and then she bought a new $1,200 couch. And he's like, we can't afford this because he was an airman. And then he became an alcoholic because he, he drank four okay, beers. Okay, I, I remember you talking about And slept about, on yeah. the couch, yeah. And then it was like, <laughs> she left him and went back to Florida because and he was on, like, he was yeah. feeling suicidal and depressed. Yeah. And had to sleep on the couch that was, he didn't want. So I was like, well, maybe he saw the Air Force suicide prevention training and was like, I can't have this lady. Uh, it's this just like, couch. A, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he could ask that any time of like, are you sure you can afford this kind of, you know, like, but then yeah, well, why you ask it? That's like rude. Just if don't she's you paying, trust the yeah, person? Yeah, like to, if they're going to pay for it, they're, yeah, you don't try Unless to talk, they say like. What kind of salesman are you if you're trying to talk people out of buying things? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Unless maybe they as say As long something. as that credit card, you know, goes through. Yeah. You know, it doesn't decline. That's, that's on the purchaser at that point. Hold on. There's one. Uh, there's one over there on the floor. Did we do that one already? I just saw it on the floor. There. Oh, this is the one I've been holding on to. Oh, this oh. is the good one. Not the good one, maybe, but... This is the best one in the whole jar. Who do you admire and why? Who? What does admire mean? 
what is the you got the oh pull it up. Yeah. <laughs> here we go you wanna, dude yeah, this is the I mean, dream wanna, setup right here i wish we had a video like camera them, you... the video podcast yeah. how do the taste this gentleman do it they, they're just all around on the couch they don't yeah. have a screen though they do have a screen they have like they they're they're set their shit is stepped up step the fuck up oh because i know that one guy's on the laptop at least uh, but yeah. now they have a screen. Yeah, so they can pull shit up. Like they all have their phones too. I think they can. Oh yeah. Airplay too. So there you go. Oh, wrong, wrong hotkeys. All right. Regard an object quality of person with respect or warm approval. Look at it with pleasure. Yeah. We don't want to know that second. Uh, hey, yeah. I look there's, at this a lot. Yeah, man. there's two. There's like two different. There's almost two meanings for admire because you can admire. Uh, someone for their beauty, right. but then you can admire someone for their like inner uh, strength and courage and, and I think the listeners have heard this before, but I admire Elon Musk for his uh, gusto. His gusto. Yeah. His ability to just fucking knock it down, knock it out of the park. In a way. Or just like do things that other mm-hmm. people have like been dragging along, you know. Sure. Um, shit, what else? I like, I, um, and obviously there's a lot of, he has his flaws, of course, too. I like, I admire Winston Churchill for standing up to Hitler and saying, we're going to fight World War II and not let you take over Europe. Uh, when, uh, you know, a lot of people wanted to surrender at that point and just make peace with Hitler because he'd already conquered France. That's going to be a hard choice, yeah. And they, they were all by themselves, you know what I mean? Or maybe not. The United choice. States was still neutral. Yeah. They hadn't invaded the Soviet Union yet, so they, there was just the British, and, it, and they could have made peace with Hitler, and he said, no, we're going to fight it out. So Admire. I think there's other people I know that are... Yeah. Can't think of it right now. Oh, well, maybe... Um... I've been listening to Jocko Willick recently, mm-hmm. and him and Leif Babin, I believe his name is, just all the, uh, well, him and all the other fucking guys that are on the ground just, you know, back in the day, being yeah. courageous and mm-hmm. fighting the fight, and also, I mean, obviously, it's kind of weird because he's like, uh, profited from this, I suppose, but sure. just his extreme ownership mindset and like all that, like, all the people that are like trying to better themselves with that was creepy yeah uh <laughs> you know like trying to impart knowledge to other people and making mm-hmm. them better and like pursuing excellence basically kind of mm-hmm. thing you know um and admitting their mistakes you know and like learning from them Oops. i suppose that was pretty generalized i think mm-hmm. yeah you guys are going for celebrities i'm just gonna grow up my dad oh that's a good one Nice. I wouldn't say why. Well, because he does. He's done a lot of shit. Like, yeah. Like anything and everything, really, um, that you can think of. Uh, people will always talk fondly of him if they have an interaction with him. So he's had a lot of big. He's had a huge impact on pretty much every single person he's been around, which is pretty hard to say. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, parents and parents make a lot of sacrifices too. You know, that it's easy to dismiss, or not dismiss, but like we don't think about. We don't get You know, yeah. Especially when we were like real little, yeah. and like sometimes they're struggling financially. And, like, and I just want video games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and they're like, 
I'm trying to put food on the table. Exactly, <laughs> you know? yeah. Or like they don't know. I always re I remember being like GameStop or something, and the parents were there around like Christmas time. And they're like, I think my son's looking for a PlayStation Three, you know? And they're like, Oh no, we only have PlayStation Two. That's probably what you mean. They're like, Yeah, I think so, you know? And then it's mm -hmm. like, Oh, we don't have it, and you gotta wait like two weeks, and then yeah. you know, like wait for the paycheck to come in or something, you know? I just want to get the Turbo Man doll. <laughs> this guy's looking for a Turbo Man doll. Um, let's see what this one was. Oh, what's the kindest act someone has ever done for you? Gave birth. <laughs> no, uh, That's a hard one to just put the spot on, huh? Yeah. Hmm. My problem with these questions, not these specific questions, but these types of questions, like when they're like, what's the sun, what's the kindest act? Is this like kindest act or like, who do you admire? Who would you like to have dinner with? And any time of history, it's like, there's a lot of options and also, like, when it's like the act of kindness, like I don't really, like, there's a lot of things that happen to me that I'm like, oh yeah, I appreciate that, but I can't really figure out the most prominent one. There's nothing that sticks out in my mind is like, that is like the nicest, absolute nicest thing that anybody's ever done for me. Yeah. Probably my wife just for sleeping with me. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a, I mean, obviously, yeah, you can say, pain. you can say, a, I got it, I have an example. You can say like an, a million things for your your parents, you know what I mean, that they've done for us. But I think my father uh, one, has an, an example of like one of the kindest things um, he's ever done for me is his grandpa drowned when he was real little, or sorry, his father I should say, his my grandpa, his father drowned when he was real little, and my grandma was a widow and had four kids she was trying to raise, and she eventually got remarried to my step grandpa, who's a great guy too, but. Um, but my, she was like terrified to let the kids go swimming at the pool. So like my dad and his sisters and brother never learned how to swim as kids. Cause she was like, I'm not letting my kids go to the pool. I don't want them to drown because her husband drowned, you know, on a fishing trip up in Canada on a lake. And so it like 40 years old, um, I was like 11 or 12 and wanted to go on this boy scout, um, like sailing trip in Florida. And we would do like swimming and snorkeling and stuff. And my dad learned how to swim at age 40 just to go on that trip with me. Wow. Um, so that was really cool. Because um, luckily I grew up, you know, swimming and stuff. Yeah. Um, which was good. But yeah, that was really cool. My dad learned how to swim at age 40 good. to go on that trip with me. Things they do for us, huh? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he had, like, I don't know if it was, like, a fear, fear of swimming, but, like, maybe a little bit, always in the back of your like, mind. Yeah, oh, shit, my dad drowned, you know what I mean? So that was really cool for him to overcome that and do that for me. Um, what advice would you give yourself 10 years ago? Probably read more books. Yes. 10 years ago? Study harder. Yeah. Find also, go, go talk to that, yeah, go talk to that girl. Don't be, don't be a, little don't be a wimp. You know what I mean? I eventually got that confidence, but uh, yeah, ten years ago I didn't quite have that yet. Yeah. I don't think I'd have too much advice for ten years, like maybe longer. Like if it was like twenty mm -hmm. or fifteen years ago, I'd have advice for it, but not ten years really. Cause you're killing it ten years ago. I mean, I was just like <laughs> I was like the same, like sim similar enough person. Mm -hmm. Like I was what I was twenty-two, so graduating college. Um, I was stubborn then, stubborn now. About a lot of stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. the, the same stuff. Um, I must say, you got Zell, though. 
I got Zell. You started doing payments online. Only reason I have Zell is because it came with my bank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not doing that if I don't have to. <laughs> I'm not trying it. I hate that shit. But, uh, yeah, I think I'd have advice for like 15, 20 years ago. Probably 15 would be perfect. I think 15 years ago I had, to, I had advice for 15 year old Alex. So. What do you think? I would have handed him a copy of Childish Gambino CD. <laughs> and it said, listen up, kid. I said, listen up. This is all the education you need right here. <laughs> and uh, I think that would have solved a lot of the, uh, emo- not, I wouldn't say I had emotional issues, but emotional, uh, or like just kind of fitting in with different people and stuff like that. It would have made things so much easier and like kind of just like the way, the way he talks about it, it's a very similar experience that I had uh, growing up. So I was like, you know what? That's the thing, that, that's a good point. I think I waste a lot of time. I mean, I guess it's important and everybody goes through it, like finding yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I was more confident, or not confident, but like if I just wrapped my head around or like let things settle, I definitely know my relationships would have went better. Mm-hmm. But like other stuff too, like. Don't worry, yeah, like don't worry about people's opinion of you in high school. Yeah, something like that. Don't be clicky and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 That's how I agree with that. But I think one big thing was reading books. Mm-hmm. Like my dad, I guess, tried to impart it on me. And I think what I took more so was like reading articles online or whatever mm-hmm. else. But, but like, as I always talk about, I wish people would teach each other lessons, you know, mm-hmm. like pass stuff down. And that's what books are. Mm-hmm. I'm such a fucking idiot, you know. <laughs> but like now I'm reading books, like an audio books and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh shit. So I wish I did that more in my 20s, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But. I wish I would have gotten into podcasts a little sooner. <laughs> <laughs> you got into podcasting? Got, yeah, and into pod, like listening to podcasts. Oh, like, oh I, yeah. i the last couple of years, you know, I've listened to the lap since it's come out, but like, there was a, um, when was that, 2016, I guess, you guys were like the first podcast I've been on, like the only podcast I've yeah. been on, really. Um, but you're also the first podcast I really listened to and got into, and so, um, and I've since gotten another one. So, you know, I really like. We Dan, listen to this. I really like Dan Carlin, Hardcore History. Oh yeah. And uh, he also has like, uh, what is it, Common Sense, which is like a political commentary one too. It's interesting. So, um, so there's some other ones. I like. Uh, oh, what's the? Um, oh, there's another one I like. I'll think of it. I gotta say, I hate when they. I could have gotten to a couple years sooner, and I could have learned stuff. You know, yeah. Stuff, you know, which is cool. So. Podcast. I think. Podcasts were my like intermediary to mm-hmm. books, almost kind of thing, which is weird. Mm-hmm. But like, like lessons learned. Uh, yeah. Like Joe Rogan with some guests, like is pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know. Joe Rogan has some good ones. Yeah. Oh, Hazard Ground. I don't know if you listen to that, but it's like veterans tell their stories. Oh, cool. From and it's like mostly like Iraq and Afghanistan, but occasionally has like Vietnam or World War Two vet even on there. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I hate it when things are free. This is a sidebar, but. Things are like free, like a program on your computer or like podcasts, mm-hmm. and then they add ads in later. As it, I mean, I guess it's like, like you, that's all YouTube. Yeah, Remember like fifteen years ago, YouTube had no ads. Yeah. It was great, and now, yeah. and now or you're you like, could, like choose to have like be paid if they have an mm-hmm. ad, and yeah. now it's on. It's like they get you hooked. They're like, hey, here's a free sample of the smack. Yeah, and you try some, and you're like, ooh, I like the smack, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, now it's a uh, five hundred dollars, and they get you addicted. We're talking about this before. Favorite cereal? 
hate cereal. I'm going with Golden Smacks. I'm Golden a, Smacks. A I'm, is that what it's called? I'm a bacon. Sugar, sugar, yeah. sugar Smacks. Yeah. 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 I, my grandma used to have that. Sugar Smacks? It's Sugar Smacks with a frog. I think it is Sugar Smacks. Sugar Smacks. Look up, is there Golden Smacks too? Yeah. My grandma used to give me sugar smacks, but yeah, I hate cereal. Oh, I got a little bit of I, live, I'm a, I can't do cereal now. I'm a bacon, fuck eggs, me. potato. It'll fuck my ass up. Big sugar. Big potato. I'm a big breakfast guy, not a. Hold on. Look at that buff, huh? That's a good looking buff. I small cereal. Right? Cereal's bullshit. I don't know, probably. It's, it's like what am I? Horse cool picture, feeding me oats and grain. Ooh. Bullshit. We might have a Mexican standoff here. It's half and half. Uh, is there gold? No one's wrong. <laughs> I mean, no There's one's right. It's also golden Sorry. smacks. Really? It's honey smacks. Honey smacks. Wow. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or golden crisp. Actually. Yeah, honey smacks is that's what I'm thinking about the frog. Yeah. And that's the original, I think. Uh, there's a couple. Well, there there was a sugar smacks or something. <laughs> <laughs> golden crisp. They got golden crisp. There's one like with a sick, like a psycho clown on it. Oh what oh. the? Oh sugar oh, sugar smacks with a clown. That's what terrifying. What the fuck is this? Oh yeah, get that clown out of here. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. Yeah, I no, that. I was thinking honey smacks with a frog is what I meant. I think I said sugar smacks. That's sugar smack. You said golden smacks. Yeah. I said sugar smacks. And I agree with sugar smacks. It was. Honey I thought smacks. it was sugar smacks. I don't remember that. I would like those. My that dad liked those. Yeah. I like um, I like cinnamon toast crunch. And Captain Crunch. Yeah, frosted, frosted mini wheats are all right, I guess. But uh, okay. now, now if I eat those, I'm dead. I'm like, there used to be just a thing. giant wheat, like there was a big wheat square thing, and then yeah. they made a mini. I didn't. I was like, why are they, why are they mini wheats? Why aren't they just wheats? And my dad's like, there that used to be just a big thing. wheat. That was also on Ted Lasso. Yeah. Um, um. Also, frosted flakes are good too. Oh yeah, those are really good. They're great. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.